Well, we talk about a, a man in football who's uh, is every bit as involved in football these days as he was when he started. And we're going to take him back to that date, which is the 1st of April 1978, to his very first game of uh, VFL footy in those days. Dale Waitman, the Richmond champion, is on the line. Hello, Flea. How are you going? Oh, I'm fine, thanks, Kev. That, that's a long time ago, 1978. That's there. So it's, um, you know, and, and I've got to think back now because I can't remember yesterday, but that's all right. <laughs> I've, got, I've got some fond uh, memories of the, the day. Yeah. I'm sure you have. Let's go through your getting to the club at the start. I mean, you, you, you were obviously in the zone uh, for, for the Richmond Footy Club, and they spotted you early because you were starring as a junior, winning awards everywhere, and playing in rep teams and doing all that stuff. So they were well aware of you, weren't they? Yeah, they were. They were, I suppose. Um, even though uh, my size, because I wasn't a, a big, a big fella, they, uh, it was funny. The, the guy that um, actually saw me playing in the under seventeens at the stage was uh, the great um, Alan Alan Swab, and he he saw me play one day. And I, funny, I was playing the under seventeens in um, at Mature for my club Imperials, and I was actually coached by um, Barry Knights, who's Matthew Knights's dad. Yeah. You know? Very good family friends of ours, and uh, and it was funny at the start of the season, he said, "Look, we've got these other blokes can only really play on ball. Do you mind playing centre half for us?" <laughs> I thought he might have been. I thought he might have been smoking some of the stuff that was um, being produced in Mildura area at that time. I said, Is "Sure, said, yeah, you'll be right, mate." So, oh, look, I look, I, I so I played centre half for the year, and it was uh, it was one of those games, and he obviously uh, Graham. I mean, um, Alan saw me playing, and I did all right, and so forth. And it was funny at that time. Um, of course, it was in '77. Royce was just about giving it away, yep. and he thought, "Oh well, because Alan's gone back to GR." I said, "Look, we've, I've, I've seen a bloke up in uh, we'll do a playing ten hour forward and all that kind of stuff. I think we should bring him down to the under 19s And of course, GR's rubbing his hands together and saying, "Beauty, got another bloke that uh, can take over Royce's heart, Royce's spot." And then I think uh, um, uh, Alan Swabby said, "Oh, look, mate, he's only six foot five and weighs about ten kilos." But <laughs> lucky enough, they invited me down anyway, so I got the trip down. And I remember my father coming home that night because had a bit of a function. He says, "Oh, look, mate, would you be prepared to go to um, Melbourne to have a go at the Whitsunday uh, Nineties?" I said, "Oh." I'll think about it, yeah. I'd only been there a couple of times to Melbourne, you know, for the cricket or something. Yeah. Yeah. In the end, I decided that, yeah, well, I'll give it a go. And I suppose that was the hardest thing was that stage. I was still, um, I was in, only in Form 5, so I had to do, the real reason I had to change the hardest year of schooling to get, get go down to Melbourne and do it in Melbourne, which I didn't know much about. So it was, in my last year at uh, doing the, uh, in those days at HSC, was that uh, they put me into Melbourne High School. So, it was a bit daunting, but uh, got there anyway. Were you a scholar of note, uh, Dale? No, well, I wasn't. A, look, I, I wasn't. A, I wasn't dumb like uh, Mark Lee. I was smart. <laughs> I was a little bloke. Don't forget. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was funny. Me and the general actually um, shared a house with a family when he he came down the year before to to Richmond and was playing under nineteen, and then the seniors the next year. But uh, oh, the reserves and that, and I. I actually um, roomed with him and a family out in Sheridan. So it was uh, that was that was that was good. At least I had someone I could uh, uh, you know go to. And he he did HSC the year before, but failed. But because they uh, that year they were um, the year that I was coming down, they were going to um, 
it was called the Herald Shield, which played all the all the good schools schools played on a um played on a uh, Tuesday night before the night series. Yeah. So they asked him to come back, and uh, he did. He came back, and uh, I think he lasted until the footy season was finished, and then then, then went back and worked. Which was which was fine. So I know we had a good time together, the general and I. It's a good family that looked after us yeah, in Sandringham. Absolutely. Um, and now you've so you came up through the under nineteen, so then we get to the start of the nineteen seventy eight season, and uh, and you're going to play your first proper game, I suppose if we want to call it that, at the MCG against Carlton. Yep. What a what a massive yep. start to your to career that uh, turned out to be. Uh it was it was. Look, I was um, look the under nineteen was a great. Great experience. I was lucky, lucky enough to be coached by one of the great coaches that um, I reckon he was a teaching coach, very well organised. Is Don Davenport, who played in the sixties and early seventies for, for the Tigers, but he was a he was a scholar. He, he really taught you what you need to do to actually play league footy in the, if you're good enough to play the senior. So he taught you all those things and plenty of school work and all that kind of stuff. But had a really good grounding in that. And I suppose, and then look, I was, um, I hadn't, I was only, as I said, I was a little bloke, and uh, I think I was, my, uh, most of my career I played at about uh, 69, 70 kilos, so yeah. I wasn't, there wasn't much, I think my first, first game I was 65 kilos, or, or something, so I could have, as um, as a lot of the blokes said, I could have played the favourite in the Melbourne Cup, but that's how it goes, and so I got a, um, but the, the experience, uh, and I still remember um, at the time uh, uh, um, Barry Richardson was the um, the coach of the seniors, yep. and uh, and uh, look, I suppose I did pretty well in the um, in the practice matches beforehand and so forth, and it was uh, one of those things where he, he uh, they, they gave me the chance to play in the first game of the year, and I was wrapped. I still remember. Uh, the great uh, Neil Baum, and, and so they just make you make you feel at um, at ease when you came in and and, and looked after. And, and and Barney was always one of those guys that um, said, "Don't worry, mate. Anyway, you'll be safe out here with me hanging around." So <laughs> I always felt confident with Barney yep. hanging around, and he was he was a, he was a great, and that's why he's been so good in the admin over all these years too, because he's one of those guys that really looked after and cared about. All the players and so forth, and especially young kids coming into yeah. their first uh, first games. Yeah, there was uh, just on fifty thousand people at the G that day on the first of April in nineteen seventy eight. Richmond won quite comfortably in the end. You won by seventy seven odd points. Uh, yeah. 20, 25, 24, 174. How's that for a scoreline? Um, uh, but mind you, Carlton actually kicked fourteen, thirteen, ninety seven. So there were thirty nine goals kicked on the day. So it's quite unbelievable. Uh, yeah, but, those were the days. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but just, I mean, do you, do you, have you any memories? I mean, you only got a few kicks that day. It wasn't your most productive day uh, in terms of uh, statistically? Oh, but um, uh, you kicked a goal and you've got got a few kicks. So what what are your actual memories of the day? Oh look, I suppose. Look, don't forget, I was um, second row over to Kevin Bartlett. Oh yeah, so, I know. <laughs> so I was a, a permanent forward pocket. <laughs> I was a permanent forward pocket, so you really had to chase around. Look, I suppose the greatest memory was when uh, I'm, I'm playing across the half forward line, and the ball gets kicked out onto the uh, out to the half forward flank. I ran it. I got the ball turned around, and Bruce Dahl was running at me, and I lucky enough, I got around him and. And uh, had a shot for goal from the first kick. I was uh, probably forty, fifty meters out, and 
the big general was in the uh, Mark Lee was in the goal square, and that's the best thing he's ever done. He shepherded the ball through. <laughs> so my first first kick of league footy was a goal. So I'll, I'll always remember that because there hasn't been too many have, have done that. So that was a that was a good uh, experience. And I think I kicked um, I kicked two or three goals that day. I, I actually had a had a fair game. It was one of those games where you had to had to had to do that when you um when you when you were uh, raving to KB. You have to come off the ball. Yeah, no, <laughs> quite unbelievable. The names in that team uh, that uh, you know you mentioned Balm, you mentioned Bartler, but there's Burke, there's Cloak, yep. uh, there's yep. Jess, there's Keane. There's Lee, as you mentioned, uh, who was just making his way at, uh, at that particular stage. Um, Rains. Um, fella Rain, called, oh, I think Roachy was there as well. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Fella yeah. called Sheedy. Um, Sheedy, yes. <laughs> um, yes. You know, it, it, it's, it, you must have almost, I mean, even even though you'd been around the club for a little while, to be actually running out on the ground with those blokes must have felt almost surreal. Oh, it was. Oh, there's no doubt about that. You're thinking, oh, Kike, here, here I am. And, and I still remember getting on the MCG, I said, crikey. And the crowd, as you said, 50-odd thousand there. It was a magnificent bar there around the joint. And, look at, and it was just a... Uh, you're thinking, now, do I actually belong here? And uh, I'm, I'm thinking, well, obviously, the uh, the uh, the people that picked me thought I was. And, and I, you know, it's like most things. You, you, uh, as little blokes, you've got to work a lot, lot harder than big blokes. As most big blokes, all they do is take up space, really. If they don't mark a... Make the fall around the ground. They're not worth a pinch, you know what? <laughs> but uh, I, I had to work on the fact is, uh, and my father when he when I came down to uh, from the bush, he was a, he was a great uh, uh, country league footballer, and he said, "Look, mate, you're a little bloke. Make sure that you you, you build your strength up and never fumble. And when you get the ball, make sure you use it the best you can." And that stuck with me all the time. So every time I got it, I wanted to use it, never fumble because. You fumble at those days, and it was a an era where they used to clean it up a fair bit. I made sure that I, I had it in the first couple of yards, straight off, and uh, get the living. Uh, now the number forty three that you wore that day, correct, correct. That was my first uh, number for the year, which was um. Oh, I didn't give a crap what number I got. Forty three <laughs> was fine. I just said <laughs> the pitch on me back, that which which is good. And then uh, obviously the year after, there was a a couple of us um had the. It was funny. I, um, we, Mark Mark Lee was forty one. Uh, Jeff McMillan, that was play, had come from Nandale, he was forty two, and and I was forty three. And we moved into a house in uh, Richmond, in um, in their Murphy Street in Richmond. And we lived at forty four Murphy Street. So uh-huh. forty one, forty two, forty three, and we <laughs> lived at forty four Murphy Street. In Richmond. <laughs> oh, God. Um, you, you, you sort of, uh, did you feel like you'd made it then? Did you feel, or did you think in your, in your own mind, you know, you're 18, just, you'd only just turned 18, really. Yeah. Uh, that there was, you know, a, a really exciting uh, opportunity here that you were going to take with both hands? Oh, look, I, I, I knew it was the start. Look, I, I played the first, uh, I think, three three or four games of the year. Then I, then I, um, I got dropped for, Three or four because they thought I was getting knocked off the ball a bit and and so forth, which was fine. And, uh, and and so I went back and and really just worked on getting a bit stronger, getting a bit core and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and just and then so I think I end up playing the rest of the year that year in the I think I played eighteen games in the first, yeah, first year. So so it was a so it was a learning period, I suppose, like most things and like what happens a fair bit in. Uh, at the Tigers, 
um, uh, Barry Richardson got the flick, and in came Tony Jewell, uh, who was a he was a different coach altogether. He was more he was he was a very good thick. He understood the game beautifully. He was a good in that way, but he was hard and tough and made us all make sure that um, there was no there was no stone. Everything was going to be spot on. You had to work your your butt off, as they say, and, and do the hard things. And, and in the end, and I was probably sport in my third year. I, I played in a in a premiership, and and really that all I looked at was the three pre-seasons. After I, I played for sixteen years, all those pre-seasons, and I only played in one more final series. So it was hard work. Don Whitman's my guest, and uh, we're talking about his uh, terrific career that started back in uh, April one of uh, nineteen seventy-eight. Uh, that nineteen seventy eight. So when you look at it, was that was the, the the kind of the the bones and the uh, and the real backbone of uh, of the premiership team that became the nineteen eighty premiership team. What are you, what are your memories of going into the, the nineteen eighty? Was that a a year you thought you were going to do it or? Oh, I suppose it's like that. We had a really good connect. We had still those those older, more experienced guys that had played in a in a fair few uh, premierships in Burke and Burke and Bartlett and and Cloak. And um, uh, 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 Brian Wood, Murph yep. Kane, they had all played. They were good senior players. And if you have a look at the side, I suppose there would have been six to seven players that actually played in that 1980 Premiership side were all were all part of the um, the uh, 77 uh, under 19 Premiership side. Yeah. So you had a lot of young kids come in. So you had a Billy there and so forth. So and that combination of a bit of youth and a bit of uh, experience, you know. We we were lucky, and we recruited some uh, other guys that were actually. Um, it was probably one of those years where we were playing really exciting footy. Got the ball, moved it quickly, got it down to the the forward line as quickly as possible, and the, and if the big blokes didn't mark it, the little blokes would be crumbing it and all that kind of stuff. You know, you, you picked up uh, you know Robert Wiley and Barry Rollins along the way, and we had a really good strong on-ball brigade and you had some really good, talented big men. Yeah. You know? So very hard to beat when we were up at the money. And uh, we, 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 I still remember that year, I can we kicked 30 goals a couple of times. It was just the way we played the footy, hard and tough. And we are all, all strong. Yep. That's what uh, Tony Jewell wanted us to be. And a bit like uh, the Tigers now, you had to be able to win your own footy. And that's the biggest thing that uh, the Tigers have worked on here for a while now. Win your own footy. Everyone's got to be able to win. That's when you're turned to win it. You got to win it. You know, don't rely on someone else. You got to win it when it's your turn. And that's what was like in the in the eighties. That uh, did yeah. you think that was the start of a dynasty? I mean, uh, because you, you did have such a good side with so many different, uh, you know, uh, scoring options. You had a great on ball division. The defence was rock solid. I mean, you're just a really, really good team. You must have thought, oh, this is we ought to be playing in grand finals every year now. You're correct, and and that's probably what happened uh, in '81, where we just missed out on the just missed out on the finals by not much at all, not much at all. And and then what happens? You virtually and and the Tigers have uh, shot themselves in the foot a few times, and I, I just reckon that Tony Jewell should have probably coached another year. He wasn't given a job. Francis came in. Francis was a a great um, a great footballer and everything. I think he just look. We we had a much better side than we had in 82, but we didn't perform as well as what I thought we, we could have, yep. you know, uh, and, and all that kind of stuff. And then we lost we lost the nucleus of, you know, some of the players, like, you know, obviously 
Panthers wasn't playing. KB just about retired in 83, then you're, but you lost. Reigns, Cloak, yep. Wood, yep. Uh, Emmett Dunn, and all that kind of... You lost these blokes that were, you know, to other clubs. Because uh, they were our backbone. They were, they were blokes that were still playing really, really good footy. Out they were supersize the club. And then we had the, probably the young blokes that um, weren't quite mature enough to take us on. But and I, I think that, that's got to be a, um, one of those things where the, the players themselves probably got a, I don't know where they got this in Chandler, but we, but we, were, we had a nucleus of a side there that could have contended for, you reckon, at least two or three or four years. But um, it all came to a halt in 82 when we, we lost against Carlton in the grand final and um, and then lost our way a bit, I think, as a club. And then uh, then it was a very lean, lean period of, uh, of time for uh, for the Tigers up until this, this uh, current uh, group of players who they now look like you did in 1980. Correct. Yeah, and, and I think what you'll find is the, uh, uh, the club is so much better run away from off the footy field. Yep. It was like, it was more, you know, I think it was us against them in the 80s and that, and oh, he pinched him, so we'll go and pinch another one. And it was like a, a big war between, you know, one was Richmond Collingwood and all that kind of stuff, I think. And, and that really took away where what we were. And and it just, and but at the moment, you've got a club here that's doing very extremely well off the field. They've got really good planning. They're not only... They're not only planning for the now, but they're also planning for the future, and that's what I know. Reckon we did in the eighties. That was more, was more just at the at the moment, at the moment, at the moment. Yeah. Where now we're actually it's a whole holistic where everyone's involved, everyone feels part of it. And it's a really one of those places that uh, people want to come to and people want to work here. You know, it's, it's amazing how how vibrant the place is. Everyone, well, obviously, success helps, but. It's really good to be around, you know. Well, Dale, you've stayed, and uh, you're obviously very heavily involved at the footy club. Now, tell us what your role is these days. Well, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm the relationship manager. That's my title. I, I don't know how I got that, but one thing I do, yeah. I, I look at. I've, I've always looked after all the all the supporters and all that kind of stuff. So at the moment, I look after all our supporter groups, uh, which we've got uh, sixteen or seventeen all around Australia. So every time we go into state, I'll go along and run functions and organise speakers on that and we've got plenty around uh, Victoria and so forth. Also on match days I look after, I host 3121 which is a, a very strong supporter base at, at, at um, a membership at the at the MCG which is obviously the postcode of Richmond. They started up about seven, eight years ago. We've now got, we've at the cap at um, 1,500 members. Okay, so they sit in the second level um, just in the wheel, um, in across the half forward flank, in the, in the Miller and the Rider and the Hassett rooms, and, and what they do there, they can buy their own drinks. And they've got these seats out the front, but and they've got two and a half thousand on the waiting list. Wow, it's so popular because it guarantees them a, a final ticket. Yep. But and they get it. I, I, I'll before the game, I'll interview an assistant coach or or someone from the footy club. Uh, and a couple of players that aren't playing, and then at half time, I'll bring back a uh, former player and we'll talk about their career at half time. Everyone enjoys it, and it's a really good, um, a really good day. Uh, I'm also involved in uh, 
the Next, Gener- uh, Next Generation Academy, which I, I help out with the people uh, get the football club. That's because all the other um, all the other um, clubs, the interstate clubs, have got their academies. So the the the, um, the AFL sort of well, we, the 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 got the clubs around in basically Melbourne should have something. So what they've given, they've given all the clubs areas in Victoria, and they get the first. If I look after, they get the first choice of the uh, of the multicultural Indigenous or Indigenous um, uh, person in that area. Yep. Which one have got a really big area? They go from Wangaratta right up to. Um, Shepherd and all the way across the Murray up to Echuca, right up to Rombale and also to Mildura, which is ours. And we, we do a magnificent job in that. We've got a big area, but uh, and it's, it's not only just for the now, it's for the future as well. So we do pretty well there. Also part of the uh, Bequest Society uh, and a few other things. I, I know I'm the conduit between the former players and, and, and the footy club, so they need former players to come along talk at functions and everything so I know I'm also it's working pretty well uh, the old uh, the old tiger blood uh, beats uh, beats true through yeah yeah oh yeah there is well it's funny like I played here for 16 years I had a uh, had a few years off and then uh, went up over to Tasmania and coached over there up in Finley New South Wales went home to Mildura for a year of a young family and then uh, Peter Welsh who played in the 80s Premiership with me. He's no longer with us. Yeah. He was on the board. He gave me a call. Um, he said, "Look, we've just appointed uh, Danny uh, Spud Foley. You know, rest in, rest in peace, Spud." And he said, "But we've we've got all these other people from other countries. We haven't got any Richmond identity. Would you like coming back?" I said, "What am I going to do?" I settled myself. I was working with my brother. Got back into the country life, and in the end, he said, "Look, is there a chance I spoke to the wife?" And she. Although a country girl, she had plenty of friends in Melbourne, so we made the decision come down. And so, first of all, the first year in in '99, uh, I, I did a little bit of coaching. Yep. But that's when the um, player development role was just about getting off. And I thought I wouldn't mind getting my teeth into that because the fact is, coaches go, come and go at the top just pretty quickly. <laughs> so if I'm going to make the, if I'm going to make the effort, I'll, I'd rather get my teeth into something where something's going to be there for a long, long time. And so I did that for. Nine, oh, ten years, and then I, then, uh, then I got into this role and a few others. So, yes, yeah, so I've been here twenty years now. They still, and they still, uh, I'm pretty sure they're not too sure what I do, but it doesn't matter. I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> no, don't. You, know, well, you, no, don't that's... you don't have to anymore. You just have to say, "Yep, Dale, wait me here." Uh, they yeah, that's right. Not that anyone calls you Dale these days, anyway. No, no. Well, it's funny. The only person that does is Barney because he said, "I've always called you Dale, and I'm not stopping." Everyone, the whole joint calls me please, so that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, it's been great to catch up. You've had a wonderful uh, playing career with Richmond and enjoying the spoils of being involved with them these days. And they're a, a hell of a club, uh, one admired by everyone, uh, uh, their success and uh, and what they've uh, done on and off the field of recent years, and you've been a very big part of that. Thanks for talking to me, Flea. I appreciate it. Pleasure, Kevin, and you look after yourself too, Muscle.